God's promises. Not some of them. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20 says all of God's promises are and the beauty of what the Apostle Paul writes, filled with the Holy Spirit, completely possessed by the Holy Spirit is this. God says yes. You're asking God whether or not all of His promises are still applicable? God says yes. And then the Apostle Paul, again, filled, possessed, from head to toe, the Holy Spirit is writing this. The Holy Spirit instructs him to write the following. God says yes, but all is required is for you to open up your mouth and say, Amen. Amen, if you're from Stockton. So this is simple. All of his promises are yes and amen. So every single thing that is ordained in Scripture for you and your family is applicable today. So I want you, if you believe, if you believe, not hope, not think, not that you're betting on it, but if you know that you know that you know that all of his promises are yes and amen, can you give him the best praise offering you've given him in 2020? Somebody shout amen. Amen, 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 amen. Woo! Wow, wow, God is so good. You may be seated, you may be seated. I want to get right into the Word of God. I want to greet all of our online audience today. Greetings. Welcome to New Season. Right now on the West Coast, it's 9.33 in the morning. On the East Coast, it's 12.33. We have an audience from all around the world. But to all of our New Season family in the California West Coast region of the States, welcome. This is your service. And right now, we're interacting via the conduit of our Facebook Live page. We have a live pastor and a live staffer right now on my instructions to interact with you. Here's what we're going to do. As you're watching online, all of our 9 a.m. normal attendees or those that are from the 12 o'clock and are jumping over to our 9 o'clock service today, we want to welcome you. Rumors have it our 9 o'clock service is like the best service on the planet. Is that right? Let's see if the rumors are proven to be true. But, but here it is. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me your name right now as you're interacting with me. I'm going to be preaching. I need you to shout me down and give me the normal 9 o'clock a.m., the, the amen. But what I need you to do is please share your name. We're going to pray for every single family. We're praying for a hedge of protection from the coronavirus, not just from the coronavirus, from panic, the virus of fear, the virus of anxiety. There is so much going on. Someone this morning reminded me, what about the idea that families, the schools are canceled, everything is shut in, and someone, just, it was someone, it was Pastor Ava, we're driving up, and she says, man, our kids are grown up, but what about the families that have teenagers that are going to have to be confined for like a, for a month? Either families come together this month, or families come together this month. So we're praying for each and every family. Give me your family name right now. Go online. This is our new season page on Facebook. Just on Facebook right now. If you're watching on my platform, you can go and look for the new season page. Or likewise, on Reverend Samuel Rodriguez's Facebook page. Let me go back to what we shared last week. And, and it's going to interact and, and respond a bit to what's going on, even right now, across the nation and around the world. Isaiah chapter 6. 
We began this last week. We're still in our 2020 vision series. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord and exalted, seated on a throne. And the train of his robe filled the temple. We talked about the occupant of the throne defines the optics of your destiny. The clarity. This is the year that Isaiah saw the Lord when King Uzziah died. We covered that last week. When Uzziah died, when the, the pride dies, when the issues he owed you dies. And then let's go to today's idea. By the way, we saw the Lord high. I need to do this in light of what's happened even in the past week. The Lord was high and exalted. We need to remind ourselves today that Jesus Christ is God, that he is Lord, that God is still on the throne, that he is above absolutely everything. And because he is absolute, above absolutely everything, I'm going to say it. We will overcome this coronavirus thing. That's not wishful thinking. We will overcome. And yes, we will overcome with good hygiene and social distancing and adhering to the CDC recommendations. Yes, we are. But more importantly, let me tell you how we're really going to overcome this tribe. We will overcome, Revelation 12, 11, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We will overcome this. Above him, so the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up, high and exalted, not in a fetal position, but high and exalted. And the train, the train of his robe filled the temple. Last week we talked about that God's about to fill the earth with his glory. God will fill your cup with living water and that cup will runneth over, the psalmist said. God will fill your jars with fresh oil. He will fill your baskets with fresh bread and an unbridled harvest. He will fill you with the Holy Spirit. And God's going to fill. And, and, and yeah, last week, right about a little later this, this time, the Spirit of God fell upon the stage and we prophesied to America and to the nations. And the next thing that's going to sweep, like the coronavirus, even more powerfully in a redemptive, beautiful way, will not be a virus that, that is infecting people and bringing about harm. The next wave that will invade the nations will be an outpouring of God's precious Holy Spirit where the glory of Jesus is going to hit the nations one by one. Can you imagine the next time you turn on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, CBS, Univision, Telemundo, we don't discriminate, whatever you watch. Imagine the next time you turn on television, instead of hearing Italy being quarantined, you hear about Italy experiencing an unbridled move of the power of God. What if the next time you turn on CNN, you hear the news and say, Spain, where there's, there's news coming in from Spain. The prime minister just announced that he has to open up even more coffee shops and restaurants, not to accommodate crowds to eat, but because churches are so overflowing that they're going to have to open up public arenas because people are coming to the reality that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Come on, somebody, if you believe it, praise God like you know. The train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were a seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. I need you to write, raise your right hand right now as the church has come in agreement. This is pushing back fear. Now. Watch this. The whole earth is full of his glory. I'm going to tell you why we're doing that. In one of the recent news reports, they, actually, they stated 
that the whole earth now is full of the coronavirus. I just want to push back on that and decree and declare. We're not in denial. We know we're confronting something as humanity, but we are declaring that more importantly, the whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook and the temple was filled with smoke. And this is the way Isaiah responded. He saw the Lord. He saw all of this. All of a sudden, this is the way the prophet responds. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined. It's over. For I am a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord God Almighty. Woe is me. In layman's terms, I'm done. There's no way a filthy man like me can see a holy God like that and live. Then one of the angels flew to me with a live coal. A live coal. That thing was on fire. In his hand, which he had taken from the altar. Woo! With it, he touched my mouth. This is the moment that the angel lines up Isaiah's mouth with what he saw. See, this has touched your lips. That's what the angel said. Your guilt is taken away from you, and your sin has been atoned for. I need you to hear me. Sometimes we see great things. On many occasions, we see great promises. We see a great perspective of what's before us. Nevertheless, what comes out of our mouth does not line up with what we see. What Isaiah said initially did not line up with what he saw. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw the angels. He saw the earth full of the glory. And yet he saw himself as someone who was not worthy. I'm here to tell you, the moment that you understand that the blood of Jesus atones you, redeems you, saves you, delivers you, heals you. It is the blood that makes you worthy. It is the blood that qualifies you. The author of the book of Hebrews says, we couldn't do it on our own, but through the blood, through the blood, through the blood, we have access to the Holy of Holies. Through the blood, we can do what we otherwise could not do. No, you're not hearing this. Through the blood, oh man, through the blood, not only can you see the Lord, you are seated with the Lord. You are reigning with the Lord. You are conquering with the Lord. Through the blood, somebody say, through the blood. Through the blood of Jesus, everything changes. I mean, with the blood of Jesus, everything changes. You, so now your mouth needs to line up with what you see. I say I, I, say I had to wait for a coal. An angel, an angel picked up a live coal. It was on fire in order to purify his mouth. You don't need an angel. When I hear Christians say, I wish an angel would come and purify my... Stop that. You don't need an angel to pick up a coal from an altar to purify your mouth. One drop of the blood of Jesus not only purifies your mouth, it purifies your thinking. It purifies your actions, your interactions. The blood of Jesus does that. The blood completes what the angel achieved via the conduit of a live coal from an altar. The blood of Jesus. One drop. One drop. What am I telling you? Stop cursing yourself. 
I need you to stop saying, I saw something great, but I'm not worthy. I saw something great, but I don't have money in my bank account. I, got, I saw something great, but the coronavirus. I saw something great, but I wasn't raised the right way. I saw something great, but people don't love me. I saw something great, but I messed up last year. You need to rebuke yourself right now in the name of Jesus and line up your mouth with what you saw. You need to, I'm preaching like 12 right now, but listen. You need to line up your mouth. When your mouth lines up with what you see, when, what you, when your confession lines up with your revelation, destiny takes place. But you can't say the opposite of what you saw. You can't see the Lord and say, I'm done. You can't see the Lord and be full of fear. You can't say, I saw the Lord, but I'm freaking out in panic. I saw the Lord, but I just bought number 972 toilet paper roll. And I'm hoarding it in my garage because somehow toilet paper has the power. Hey, 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 glory to God. I'm a born again toilet paper hoarder. What is that? What? I'm still trying to figure that out, though. <laughs> Man, you see the Lord. I saw the Lord. I saw the Lord. What he saw was prophetic. He identified himself as being pathetic. So heaven fixed the problem. When your confession aligns with your revelation, purpose is set free. Let me repeat that. When your confession aligns with your revelation, purpose is set free. When what you say lines up with what you see, the outcome is destiny. Give, now, now what's, this guy said, I'm not worth. And the angel came along and said, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix what comes out of your mouth. So you need to give God access to your mouth. Give God access to your mouth. The power of confession in Romans chapter 10. The apostle Paul again writing. Arguably the most important letter in the New Testament. It's always been asked. If you're in an island, what book from the Bible out of 66, which one would you have? The gospel of John and Romans. Either or. Because Romans explains everything regarding salvation. So you get Romans chapter 10 and it says, if you open up your mouth and confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that he died on the cross and that he was resurrected on the third day, you are saved. The power of what comes out of your mouth gets you saved. What comes out of your mouth can save you or condemn you. Tell me right now, what do you think you are? If you, if you think you are that pathetic Person, if you think you are that broken, in perpetuity human being that can never be fixed and never see abundant life because you're not worthy, because your family, because of that, you're going to forever be out of the perfect will of God. But the moment you receive everything that Jesus did for you and start confessing and open up your mouth and speak to yourself and confess, you first of all, you confess who God is in your life. When you know who God is, then you know who you are. You discover God before you discover you. Get over yourself. Stop trying to find who you are. I'm going to find out who I am. And then, no, no, no. You find out who God is, who, who he is. The, it begins with God and it ends with God. That's why he's the alpha. He's the author and the 
of our faith. So it begins with him and it ends with him. And in the meadow, guess who shows up? He shows up. But the moment you discover God, you discover who you are. Then you begin to confess things about yourself. I'm saved. I am delivered. I am healed. I am blessed. I am highly favored. I am the righteousness of God. I am the apple of God's eye. I am God's masterpiece. I am the head and not the tail. I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. Are you with me right now? You open up your mouth and confess. And then you go beyond that. You go, I'm going I'm to have so much faith. I'm going to confess things over my children. My children are blessed. My children are favored. My children are full of destiny. Confess things over your health and say, my health is taken care of by the master. I have the best health care coverage in the universe. I'm a, I, got, I got a team of doctors that take care of me. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Man, I got a trinity. Are you, you Confess what comes out of your mouth. Must line up with what you see with your eyes. We're going to land this. We're going to land this. Give God access to your lips. Order, alignment, coherency, continuity. When your vision and your vocabulary line up, your destiny begins. So that's, line up. Yeah, what did you see? I saw the Lord. What are you saying? What are you saying? That same Isaiah. This is, imagine the moment Isaiah got, what was it, alive what? Alive what? What else do we, comes out of coal? Who said diamonds? Oh, I love that. When you take that call in extreme circumstances with pressure and heat, at the end of the day, what comes out of that call? You missed it. He takes a live call and places it on the lips of Isaiah. And instead of killing his mouth, instead of burning him to death, he activates his prophetic purpose. Yeah. Shine, shine, shine like a diamond. Transform what comes out of his mouth. I'm going to tell you what the same Isaiah said subsequently. After his mouth was transformed, after this lined up with this, I'm going to tell you what he said. He said, for even the young will grow faint. People will get tired. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Isaiah chapter 40. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That same Isaiah said, Isaiah chapter 43, he says, forget everything that you know. Because everything you've been through already, even your blessings, the good and the bad, cannot compare to what God's about to do next in your life. For the Lord says, I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. In other words, I am the way maker. I'm about to wake away where there is no way. I need you to put a smile on your face. Even in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic, I'm here to declare right now he is the way maker. And God's about to make a way where there is no way. 
I don't know if you're hearing that right now, but even in the midst of the world freaking out with panic and fear, I need you to hear me. God is still making a way where there is no way. He's making a way for your family. He's making a way for your home. Don't even worry about the finances. Some of you are worrying, if I'm laid off, if I can't work, what's going to happen? My, put a smile on your face. Why? He is the way maker. God's going to make a way where there is no way. If you believe that, praise God like you're serving the way maker. Lift up your hands if you're serving the one that makes, that makes a way where there is no way. Stand with me. The same Isaiah said, not only is he the way maker, not only is he the God that gives you new strength, even in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic, this is what Isaiah says. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. This is after his lips were purified. When this lined up with this, he says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of God has risen upon you. Woo! Pastor Sam, that's, that's a... You're telling me to arise and shine? Pastor Eva and I, we live up, up north a little bit in the, in the, in the Folsom Granite Bay area. We were driving down, and we've never seen route on 80, that route. So and I'm sure, so help me God, not because I'm not exaggerating for the purpose. I've, and I travel a lot, as you know. I've never seen that highway so empty. Don't forget, your pastor is a jokester. So it just it is. So I looked at Pastor Abe and said, honey, God's just preparing you for the rapture. <laughs> she wasn't smiling. Um, that thing was empty. And I mean empty. Things are serious. We're not, we're not downplaying the reality that there is a serious pandemic that we as humanity are confronting. But we're not just humanity. This is the church. And, and we are part of the most important gathering on this planet. When I talk about, I'm a, I'm a techie guy, I'm a nerdy guy, so when I hear viruses, I think firewalls, computers. And, and the firewall is faith in Christ, knowing that all of his promises are yes and amen. Why is this message so important today? Because I'm not going to let what I'm hearing in the news dictate what comes out of my mouth. Anybody getting that right now? And I'm talking about the negativity, the uber anxiety, the factual stuff we, we intake and we act accordingly and we're safe. And we adhere to it. I mean, it's practical. We're both prophetic and pragmatic. But man, Isaiah gets purged. He says, arise and shine. For your light has come. And the glory of God has risen upon you. Lift up your hands. Father, today we come... To your house, and we have not only your house here, but the, your virtual house as people right now, countless of people are watching right now online. Lord, we're here to confess. We're here to line up what we see already prophetically in Scripture, in your promises, in the Spirit. What do we see? We see the Lord high and lifted up. We see the sovereignty of a mighty God who is the Alpha and the Omega and the author and consumer. We see the great I Am being the great I Am. You are God, you are Lord, and the earth is full of your glory. The coronavirus cannot reign over the earth when the earth is full of the glory of God. Put your hands on for a second. 
What did the angel touch? So your confession will line up with your revelation. Ready? Here's my confession today. Watch this. I was looking at Jesus whenever Jesus, when three and a half years of ministry, went through scripture and looked at when Jesus confronted things like the coronavirus, sicknesses, diseases, circumstances that were precarious. Jesus did not do this. Do you want to do your biblical due diligence and test me on this? Jesus never did this. I'm sorry. You're sick? Stay right there. Heavenly Father, if it's your will, can you fix her? Amen. Don't take my word for it. Do your biblical due diligence. Google it. Wikipedia it. Bible Gateway. Whatever's your choice. I'm going to tell you what Jesus did. Jesus did not speak to God about the sickness. Jesus spoke to the sickness about God. Oh, you missed it. We're going to have to flip the audience here, ladies and gentlemen. It's just one thing to talk to God about the sickness, but in Scripture, Jesus talked to the sickness about God. So I'm here to talk to the coronavirus about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the Host of Hosts and the Prince of Peace. I want to speak into this pandemic and I want to remind this pandemic about the author and the about the about the Alpha and the about the Great I Am. So right now, I speak to the coronavirus pandemic about a God who is mighty, who protects His children, who rebukes the storm, who heals the sick. I'm going to talk about the God who shed blood on the cross two thousand years ago, and then we have the power to say, by His stripes. We are healed right now in the name of Jesus. So let me do it. This is going to sound old school to some of you when we're done. Old school, but I'm going to do it. It's not that I'm being, old, I'm being biblical. It's going to freak some of y'all out. But in the name of Jesus, I take authority over the atmosphere, over the circumstances, and yes, even over this virus. I take authority, not in the name of Samuel Rodriguez for new season, but in the name that is above the coronavirus. In the name to whom which every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess, every virus and bacteria will acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. So we bind, we rebuke, we cast out, we take authority over it, and we declare that every family here and every family watching online is covered by the blood of Jesus. You are under the covering of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, if you come in agreement of this confession, say amen. 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 Don't just speak to God about your circumstance. Speak to your circumstance about your God. Because your lips now line up with what you saw. Give him one more praise offering. Thank you. Woo. Are there any questions? All right. All right. Let's do this right now. All of those that are viewing right now on Facebook, right now, we love you. We bless you. We understand why you couldn't be here today. We love you. You are amazing. Our prayers are with you right now. God is on the throne, and today your mouth is confessing what you already see in the Spirit out of God's Word and God's Holy Spirit in you, with you, and through you. Today is a day of beautiful and divine supernatural alignment. Confess what you see in God's Word. 
purpose fulfilled. There it is. Come on. Not, and, and just confess Psalm 91. Let me encourage, let me give you a, a Dr. Samuel Rodriguez's prescription for the coronavirus. Every single day, open up your mouth out loud and read Psalm 91 over your household. No disease, no pestilence will be able to touch you. A thousand may fall on one side, 10,000 on the other, and it will not harm you. Are you with me? So read that. 1 Peter 2.24, by the stripes of Christ, not we will be healed, we are already healed. And always, always quote Revelation 12.11. We overcome. And the word of our. You are brilliant and you're beautiful. Beautiful. The families, we have families that are right now. I, if any of the families, if you could put the families on the screen, on my confidence monitor, I just want to acknowledge some of the families that are viewing right now that are part of this church that are viewing today online. And we want to bless you and we love you. We're going to pray for each of the families. Sister April, if you could have that list for me. And quickly, because that, that, the font up there, not that I'm, my eyes are messed up, but I couldn't see it. But if you can, it, maybe it isn't. Anyway, I, don't confess that, don't confess that. So... So stop, speak to it, speak to it now. So here's what I, they're called from Lodi, from Texas, from the Philippines. Yup, that's the eight, at 9 o'clock service, Philippine service. From Alabama, amen, wonderful. All I need is give me a list of families to pray for. I'm going to pray for families in Jesus' name. If God spoke to you today, say amen. amen. Oh, wow, this is beautiful. All right, yeah, yeah. This is from this house and... To Fred, to, to Fred, to Martha, Renell, Robbie, Michelle, to Desi, Rosette, Chad, Elizabeth, to each and every one of you. I'm not going to go through all of this. Wow. Philippines, again, Texas, Lodi, Alabama, people that are tuning in from all over. Amen. We love you. We bless you right now. Thank you for being part of our service from all over the world. And that's, we're not even putting those that are on my personal page. This is what we're going to do right now. I, I want you to find what belongs to God. Go ahead. Find what belongs to God. I, I'm not naive to the fact that there is a bit of angst and consternation. You know, if you work for retail and some of the shops and some of the companies that are shutting down, yeah, you, you go, God, what's going to happen next? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next, Philippians 4.19. If you want to write that down, I'm giving you the prescription. And God will provide all of your needs. Not some, all of your needs. According to His riches which art in glory. I'll give you another one if you're writing them down. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. He will generously provide for everything you need, enough so that you will have leftovers to share with others. There it is. Yeah. So you're, you're covered. Somebody say, I'm covered. I'm covered. Here's what we're going to do. Lift up what belongs to God. Don't hesitate. This is a season to give like never before. I really mean that. My wife and I made that commitment in this time of anxiety. I'll tell you a private story. You ready for this? Pastor Sam has been grounded. Y'all don't know what that means? All of my events for March and April, for the first time since I was 17 years of age preaching, I don't know what it is to be two months at home every single day. They canceled all the events because my events were primarily international. I was supposed to be in Spain this week. Australia in two weeks, twice in Australia. So George and I, we're going like, what do we do? I just looked at Brother George in the green room and said, um, you, you have any employment opportunities for me? <laughs> so I'll be working for you, bro, in the next couple of months, man. Amazing. And my wife and I, she just looked at me and said, and I said, God's good. He got us covered. All of his promises. But we're not going to hesitate. Matter of fact, we're, I'm, I'm honest to goodness, 
we're, gonna, we're committed now to giving more now. Because I know that if I give more in the storm, when the storm clears out, my return on investment is going to be way exceedingly abundantly above all anything and everything I could ever imagine or ask for. There's a biblical principle. So let's do it right now. If you have what belongs to God, lift it up. If you don't, take it from your neighbor. Everybody should put some skin in the game of seeing the gospel of Jesus advance. Lift it up. Don't hold back on your tithing. God trumps everything. Pastor Sam, I don't know if I'm going to have enough food for toilet paper. That's, this is a toilet paper message. And it's, and it's beyond, it's even beneath me mentioning toilet But here we are. Now God's going to supply. Show him that you trust him for his promises. Don't just say it, do it. Right? So lift it up right now. Father, you bless every cheerful giver. Those that are watching online, you can text NSSAC. NSSAC. That's New Season Sacramento. But just the letters. NSSAC to 77977. Text right now. You go to push pay right now. If you're, those that are here physically, of course, you can give or you can go on your phone. But do this right now. Go online and give on newseasonworship.org. Don't hold anything back. And God will not hold anything back that has your name on it. So, Father, bless every cheerful giver. No, we really need you this week to stand up and rebuke the devourer. Rebuke that coronavirus from our families and our surroundings and our loved ones and our neighbors and our cities and our nations. Lord, right now, open up the windows of heaven. Pour out your favor and your covering as we confess that you are Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Those that are here, those that are here, I'm going to encourage you. We're not going to pass the buckets. If you can be so beautifully kind and just declare, come up here, open up your mouth and confess, Christ is Lord. The Lordship of Christ and place your deposits right here on stage. Go ahead, come on up. We have a bucket here. We have a bucket here, a bucket here, a bucket here. Jesus is Lord. 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 The Lordship of the risen Christ. Everybody look up here before I dismiss you. I need you to hear some very important announcements. Very important announcements. Look up here. So what's going to happen next week, Pastor Sam? I need you all, please, to follow me on my Instagram and Facebook page because I'm posting even for our church here. Please, on Instagram, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, Facebook, Reverend Samuel Rodriguez. Follow our new season, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter accounts. We're keeping you updated. If we are permitted, and not just by recommendation, but by law, if we are permitted to gather within the stipulations outlined by Governor Newsom and those recommendations from the CDC, we will continue to gather. If things flip this week and they tank south out there and the government says y'all can't gather with gatherings of more than whatever, 20, 50 people, then we're going to have to make some modifications. I will let you know what these modifications are across the board. Right now, what are the plans? I'll let you know as of today. 
As of today on Wednesday, yes, we are going to have our midweek Bible within the confines of the CDC regulations. So as you walk in here, everyone will be sanitized. Everyone's going, we're going to go through the entire process. And, and if we see someone with snipples or something, we're going to highly recommend you to watch in one of our other rooms that we have set up. We have television monitors set up in other rooms. We're going to take care of you. We ain't going to reject you from God's house. Come on, we can't do that. But we're, we're going to make sure we likewise protect our constituents, right, in a very practical, mature, yet Christ-centered manner. So we have every single area covered across the board. So please, let not your heart be troubled. Number two, if every, I'm going to ask, how many here have access to the Internet? Raise your hand. How many have access to Facebook? If you don't have a Facebook account, set up a temporary account because if things really go south in the nation and the, and president, and the president declares there's no gathering at all whatsoever, then we're going to see each other online. And, and, it's, and the, what we are going to have, I'm going to be, I'll come in. I'll come in on Sunday morning just like I did today. My team's going to come in because they're beautiful and they get paid. So they're going to come in and, and so we're, they're going to come in. We're going to do this with no audience, but we're going to transmit it live. And at 9 o'clock, you all tune in. And then I'm really going to need you to interact back with Lauren and tell me, yeah, it's, it's the Johnson family, you know, from, from, you know, wherever you're from, from South Sac or West Sac, and work together. And, you know, it's, it's Elder Betty and we're there. I need you to interact with me because I need my amen corner. Because without an amen, I just can't preach, man. So I need to see the amen pop. So we're, we're, we're going to make this happen. We're going we're gonna to overcome this, amen. But today was a good bridge. Please get online. And even if we do a beta test together and we have a beta test service this week, try to tune in for a few minutes to see how many people we can get online. Amen? That's what we're going to do. We love you. I want you to know that God loves you. Pastor Sam and Ava, we absolutely love you. I know we're living in weird times. It's scary. You can't deny it. You kind of freak out and be like, what's going on here, right? But God is on the throne. Christ is king. His promises are yes and amen. This has to line up with what we see here in his word and in his spirit. Let's do that, right? And don't speak to God about the circumstance. Speak to your circumstance about God. We love you so much. Please stay together. One more thing you need that you don't, I'm just going to tell you, the church is looking out for the most elderly and for those that are most vulnerable. So we're, we're taking care of, a, we have a list of people that we're developing. By the end of today, we will have it of anyone who has a pre-existing condition. Um, and we're going to be looking out for them, going to their houses, making sure they're, they're fine and protected and making sure that there is social distancing and so forth. So we're having healthy people go and take care, make sure they have food, make sure they have everything they need because that's what the church does. We just don't preach and go, ooh, that's not. What we do here is 5% of what we do Monday through Saturday and it's changing the world in the name of Jesus. Love you. Bless you. Father, you've blessed me and forever, I am eternally grateful for giving me, for you giving me the privilege of pastoring the greatest church on the planet, the most beautiful people on earth, the best sheep, God. I am so grateful. I've asked you at home and in the car and in my prayer time, every single day, I've asked you to take care of my sheep. Take care of the people you've placed. They're your sheep, but you've placed them under my care. And Lord, I need you to protect each and every one of them. Not one of them will get infected. All of them are protected. I speak the blood upon each of their lives and each of their families. Out of this, we will do greater things and reach greater heights. In the name of Jesus, because Jesus Christ is Lord, and he is on the throne. In Jesus' name. Love you, saints. God bless. A new season. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son. 
the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Make this week the best week of your life. And let's do one thing together. Let's go change the world. God bless you. God keep you.